0: This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network.
1: Good morning and welcome. Probably not fair to take that stereotype and then root against the Eagles, but I did last night. I was very happy that Kansas City uh, won that game uh, for Mahomes, for the team, for Andy Reid, who was maybe uh or at least he wouldn't you you know put it out of the uh, the question. And then he says, "Now he's coming back." That's a win. That'll do that for you, right? You get oh, yeah. all the adrenaline and the uh, – uh, it's like politics, right? I mean, I mean, how many times do you have to win before you call it a day?
2: That's a good question. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, leave I it know.
1: open. That's fine. There you go. <clears throat> uh, did you watch?
2: Yeah. I did, mean, did uh, you, you know, partake? I made too much food. Oh, God. My Lord. And I, I was like, what was I thinking? There were three of us. Uh-huh. You know, and it's like, well, I made a pork butt. I made, you know, wings. I made a couple of dips. I made – chili all this stuff and it's like they're we're not having people here
1: yeah i know we it was just the two of us and and Lindsay went overboard as well i mean like i knew by i don't know 5 45 <laughs> like
0: for it's always the worst at the end of the spread because you have to put it all away yeah. oh i know my <laughs> kitchen is still a mess the massive, entire ziploc oh. you know, ziploc oh, yeah. tupperware the whole nine Jeez. yeah
1: and then an hour later you're going to dig back into all the ziploc bags <laughs> Uh, but at
2: least it was a good game. And it was a great game. A game. What did you
1: think of the halftime show?
2: Uh, I thought it was amazing. Wasn't it great? Yeah, and a lot of times I'm disappointed in the halftime show.
1: Uh, it, it can be.
2: But the, I thought she was phenomenal. Yeah. And, you know, I, I'm not a super fan of hers. I don't know her music that much. But, you know, it's not that I'm a hater. I just don't know her.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I kind of like, I knew all the songs, right? I mean, and you go, oh, yeah. I forgot that one. Yeah, yeah, I forgot yeah. that one. I thought that the, uh, you you were in the TV business. I, I, I thought the... Uh, the cinematography of was all of it. and and the camera work, and the immersive way that they did all and of that probably with the did dancers. Have a better
2: show at home because oh. you could see all of oh, it. Oh,
1: there's no doubt. Uh, and, and there was stuff that was just fantastic, like the overhead it shots cool. and the you know. And and I saw one camera guy out of the whole thing, you know, slipping in. You, you know, yeah. I mean, out of the whole thing, it was seamless. One guy I'm a little late to his cue, and I saw him, <laughs> but he got right in behind a dancer, <laughs> and, and he was gone. I thought it was pretty good.
2: It was good. You know, and I don't think you mentioned this commercial, the one kind of close in the first part of the uh, first part of the first quarter where, you know, it's a Budweiser commercial and you, it's close-ups of you know get them getting the Clydesdales I ready. was going to call that oh to my attention gosh.
1: Oh, I don't I guess I missed because, this because well
2: and then it, but it wasn't a Budweiser commercial oh. it was a hot tub commercial so the last shot is this Clydesdale these Clydesdales pulling a wagon with a hot tub on it and
0: it's, really? yeah, it's they,
2: tubs for you
0: yeah they, they do this they they zoom in and you you are sensing the, yeah, the build and then the big reveal is, <laughs> is the that, wagon it's, awesome. it's hot, the hot tub, tub. <laughs> well
1: blue moon did a similar one Yeah,
0: I I don't I'm not I quite didn't sure. Get that. Yeah, because it
2: was like Coors Light or it, it was Miller Light and Coors, and then Blue Moon. It, I, I they was built lost. A, uh,
0: a a whole entire campaign around that. Where they were fighting over the epic beer showdown commercial, you could get into DraftKings and pick which was going to be seen first, and blah blah blah. Yeah,
2: Yeah,
1: without any of that historical, uh, you know, institutional knowledge of that, I just thought, man, they wasted a lot. Like they gave way more Facetime to their competitors than they did themselves.
0: (laughs)
2: Yeah, and some of the commercials I flat out didn't understand. I thought the commercials were were that age. They weren't that good. I thought, some of them were good, but I mean, mm.
1: you know, Hollywood's got some slim pickings. There's a lot. Of big names going back and doing <laughs> advertising now, like uh which it's okay. The
2: John Travolta one was fun. I thought that was so fun
1: that the theme was just nostalgia. Mm-hmm. Uh you, you know, it was a you know, after COVID, after all the stuff, people find this creature comfort in like going back to Clueless or going back to Caddyshack or going back to Greece. Love the there Caddyshack. There was a lot of that, yeah. Also, <laughs> uh
0: star power, a lot yeah. of te- commercials like DraftKings at Kevin Hart's house and Caddyshack, uh, like. Just loading as there, many stars as you can. But there's
1: a lot of more. Like I, I like I mean that used to be sort of taboo. Uh, your big actors would do that kind of thing, but they'd do it in Europe or other places. They hmm. wouldn't do it here. Like George Clooney wouldn't do a beer ad here, but he'd do a beer ad in Japan, you know, or something like that. Now that seems more like what I particularly for the gambling sites. Was it Jamie Fox? I mean, well, they got some big are, names. What
2: are all these superstars doing in this gaming stuff? They must just be paying them a fortune. I, I, I just don't It's a lot understand.
1: of money. That's the new. Yeah. I mean, they're throwing a ton of money yeah. at it, right? I mean, yeah, I don't sure. blame him. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, Idris Elba, that's all he's doing. I, you know, I mean, it's like, <laughs> I feel like I I can't wait for the Luther movie coming in March because all I've seen him in is commercials for two years, which who can blame him?
0: You're missing his good movies. That's why.
1: Uh, there's the new one out, right? Beast uh, and Beast. then the one
0: with Tilda Swank or Tilda. When, when's yeah. that coming out? That's already out. What is it? Uh, if names eluding me. Okay. It was it was a hit in the theater though. Just sleeping on it right now.
1: Okay. Mm. It was that good. <laughs> I'm
0: just a little tired. <laughs> okay. Everybody is. Yeah. I just
2: got come on, we're and all Why don't they do this on a Saturday? I mean uh, seriously. If you're not gonna have Monday uh, off, why can't we do it on the start so late? Look, it doesn't shoot. even it's start 5:30. until five I know. It's not late. Well, yeah it is, because football should be in the afternoon.
1: Uh, well, they do uh, every weekend. They do a Sunday night and a Monday night, football I know, and a but Thursday night. I'm not night.
2: watching them. Okay, you know, give me the Sunday afternoon. I think we should
1: argue for the day off on Monday rather than moving it back to Saturday.
2: Well, but you know, some of us work in industries that you know those days off aren't quite as easy to come by. And you are one of them. Media used to never get anything off.
1: Uh true.
2: I mean, even this show. You used to work Thanksgiving Day. You I remember that?
1: Yeah, I was stupid. Uh huh. Uh, listen. Uh, I give this company back five weeks of vacation every year. I, I, I'm not, you, you're giving me grief yeah, I, for taking Memorial I'm, I'm, Day no, off. I'm
2: not. I. But I mean, what I'm saying is it's. How many shows was
1: Johnny Carson doing at the (laughs) end? (laughs) (laughs)
2: That's what this is going to be. Brian's going to do one day a week. I'm just saying. (laughs) And and company is picking up the slack. Well,
1: it's about time. Uh, No, I thought it was all around as good a Super Bowl Sunday as as you could expect. It was
2: great. It was absolutely great.
1: All right. But we're back in the world. Uh, I understand uh, that soon you're going to be bringing in your uh, transportation person. Okay. I got an email from Ryan after okay, the show last me. week. Well,
2: <laughs> or if he did, I didn't read.
1: it. Well, there you go. Either <laughs> way, I have a
2: lot of unread emails that I got to get on. Uh, is it Lex? I don't, Lexi, don't remember. Um,
1: yes. Elsie. Yes. Anyway, so she's really good. That's what he said, yeah. and I told her. She's well. doing
2: a great job. She's she's working with the state a lot. She's working um, on grants. I mean, she is do, she's doing an amazing job.
1: He had said that you know uh you know would you like to have her in i said well why doesn't she just come in with the mayor you know on a monday and we can talk about all the things that we talked about
2: because she actually has answers answers questions i have no idea about. because you know micromanagement is not my thing i
1: just i'm curious about the future of public transportation and i feel like that people are going to go through a lot of pain uh you know as you are at hshs and and other but i i think that we finally have after two and a half years of pandemic, after all of the world. I mean, the, the, things are going to have to change.
2: Yep. And we're not good at change. No, at
1: a- all. And the shelf life was, you, you know, uh, it, it was, we just put little magic dust on it and it shrinks because mm-hmm. now we have to. We don't have yeah, any choice.
2: There is no choice. Yeah.
1: And, and I don't think that's all a bad thing. I mean, I, I think you've got to right size and be what's the future, not just doing things the way we've always done it, which right, institutionally. The, the, the
2: challenges is, have only gotten bigger. Yep. And, you know, bigger, more expensive. I mean, we can't, uh, the definition of insanity, you know, yep, keep doing yeah. it the same way and expect change. Yep. We have to lead the change.
1: You, know, you have to. And we're being forced to. Mm-hmm. And, and I think if we lean into that, even when there's pain, that will come out the other side better off.
2: I agree. I agree. So, you know, let's get on it.
1: Yeah. So I I'm curious what that future of transportation looks like. You gotta have public transportation. I don't think anybody's well, arguing. You've got to
2: have public transportation and you've got to have it to where it works for the people who need it, not just when it's convenient for us. Yeah. To run it. For you sure. Know? I mean that it just the fact that we don't really have an answer for people who get off the second shift. Right. You know, we're not running for them. Okay,
1: we're not, but it doesn't make any sense to put you know a forty yeah. per person bus exactly. You know, running twenty seven zones. Yeah. I, I mean, so you know, I was thinking Nick and I were having this. <laughs> Nick and I actually have more public debate off the air about the uh, what we should That's or shouldn't do. No, I mean it's after the show. We always, but you know, if you if you split the city up into four quadrants. Mm-hmm. And you had some sort of, you know, people could, you know, check in for a ride mm-hmm. and you had more roving buses than you do just running straight. Yeah. There's got to be better ways to do. It.
2: Absolutely. And and Lexi's going to be the person who can tell you some of the plans that they're looking at and the studies that we're trying to do to figure it out. Yeah. You know, because everything comes with a study. Yeah, well, which you have to,
1: (laughs) and then a study session.
2: (laughs) Yep, and then where the people who aren't the experts (laughs) study it
1: and talk about it. Uh, All right, we haven't had to shoot anything out of the sky in Macon County, have we? Over the last few days,
2: I know of, but you know, I'm keeping my eyes to the sky.
1: All right. I don't know what it's it's
2: so weird. I mean, what if they're UFOs?
1: Okay, no, they're not UFOs. I mean, or or, well, this is the beginning of every bad science fiction (laughs) movie ever. Uh, One was a cylindrical object, but it it just seems odd to me that they've been doing this and we didn't know or didn't go up the chain of command, and now we've just discovered.
0: They're everywhere.
1: And four in the last week and a
2: half. (laughs) Isn't that wild? Yes. Three over the weekend. So you wonder what else has been out there. Right. You know, and and what's it been looking at? Yeah. And it's weird (laughs) to
1: me that kind of like crop circles, it's only where people aren't. What are they studying? (laughs) It's it's like you never get a crop (laughs) circle in New York City. Now, I know there's no crops, but I mean, it's like, that's the one thing I always thought was weird about the alien claims is it always happened where no one was.
2: Except for the loonies that could see them. Well,
1: I know. <laughs> but, but if it lands in Central Park, you got lots of eyeballs. True. So do you get, do you ever think about stuff at that level? Being the mayor of Decatur, well,
2: I didn't know about the whole balloon thing till the last couple of weeks. So no, I didn't no, have I a thought meant about just that. Just sort
1: of national stuff and how it can impact locally.
2: Oh, absolutely, Brian. I mean, you I was at- told
1: years ago mm-hmm. that because of the food processing yep. and we the were a target that you know, if Russia had X number of nukes, that that we might be on that list.
2: Well, Gorbachev, in fact, and I was not at this meeting, but it's my understanding that when Gorbachev came to meet with Dwayne Andreas at ADM, they were showing him, you know, kind of a slideshow or video Uh of of the plant and everything. And he said, Oh, we we have that. Yeah. And so I was like, because, I mean, you take away a food source, that's what gets people into a panic. I mean, look at us when you couldn't buy chicken and toilet paper, right? Not the toilet paper is a food source, but basic things that people need. And, you know, so if you wipe out, you know, the largest food processor, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, there's a problem.
1: Yeah, people don't think of it. They no. think of population centers and elsewhere. Uh, and then the power grid. Mm-hmm. I, I, I read a book recently Well, and, about, and, and if this book is accurate, how maybe easy it would be to take down the country's power grid because you wouldn't have to do 300. It's like nine substations. Well,
2: well and we've seen terrorist activities with that happening. We've
1: seen, yes, and, and more, those are more or less, uh, folks who are on the, the conservation side of things mm-hmm. or, or they're out there kind of radicalized, you, you know, but not like the enemy. I mean, those are kind of internal right. enemies, not external. But, like, do you think about those kind of things? Um, I mean, we've lived through a line, couple of ice storms right. in our uh, lifetime. You
2: know, because you have to be ready for any emergency, yep. okay? Um, and We're coming into tornado season, although that seems to be year-round now. But I guess um, when Flint, Michigan happened, you know, you start really thinking about, okay, our water supply, what... Bad decision could be made that could screw up our water supply. You screw right. up our water supply. You've screwed up everything. Yeah. You know. I mean. I mean. That's that's one of those. And maybe it's just because it's. You know that is a city utility, and you know. I mean, Ameren, um, previously Illinois Power, they had all sorts of protections in place, and you know, but. You know, you, you start talking about taking down major power supplies, and even if it's not here, you know the Clinton nuclear power station mm-hmm. used to be, you know, quite the. And we've had our emergency management team has had drills on, you know, if something happens at Clinton, you you never know what the scenario is when right, you're going for the drill.
1: I guess what I'm asking is, is is there a team in yes. place? Is there a plan in place?
2: There are multiple plans in place. Okay, and and Who that's has why you them have and, drills. And who's in charge? Well, the head agency is the local emergency management. Um, agency and it's more of a coordination factor where you have you know the experts i'm not in charge i I show up for stuff you shouldn't be in charge but we go and we're part of that ancillary team but you know it's it's to make sure that everything is coordinated whether it is city county the um like the different fire departments that are around and we're in the same um area as as DeWitt County. And so okay. we, we coordinate with them as well. And because if you have something happen, you've got all the things to think about. You've got school kids whose parents are going to panic and want to go get them, you know, but you've got to keep them out of the area if there's, you know, depending on what the disaster is. But, you know, I, I have a lot of faith in our, our first responders here. I think in made effort. Okay. So feeling good about that.
1: I just wonder, I, I feel like we live mostly under an illusion that government is there no matter what
2: government is there no matter what no
1: but i mean but when it hits the fan that there's an actual i I just don't
2: well what what i will say and and maybe brian this is part of what came out of the pandemic that's one of the good things is and and you and i had this conversation early on you called me you said you got to get a handle on this you know because it was just starting to become a reality and so we pulled together an emergency team of you You know the the, the key people it was the county the city the hospitals uh tanya at crossing you know and the united way Say okay what are we going to do here? You know, let's, let's at least talk and figure this out and see what, what we, and stuff we didn't have control over, but we had to control what we can could control and manage what we can manage.
1: All right. Uh, Talk to me a little bit about gambling. Um, You know, I was stunned at the, just the sheer number of gambling commercials, this episode of this year's crypto, right in the super bowl. Uh, And we have these places all over town. I know, Local uh, people you know who own you know small places, this helps them turn mm-hmm. a profit. I get the argument that adults are adults and they can you know regulate themselves. But at what point does this just get out of hand?
2: It's already out of hand. That horse is out of the barn and gone into running. And then what running. do we
1: do with the people who are negatively impacted by that? And I don't even necessarily mean the people who are gambling. Their families, their mm-hmm. loved ones. And and where what does this look like down the road?
2: Well, and that's a really good question. And, Brian, even if we had a magic button that we could you know, just put an end button on local gaming, right now we are in a six-month hold mm-hmm. where we're not going to grant any new gaming licenses because we're trying to really evaluate. How many
1: are out there? Ballpark.
2: Oh, I'm going to tell you the wrong number. I I, I don't know off the top okay. of my head. Plus, the state allowed the places that have gaming machines to increase the number. Okay. In their facilities. So, the number of games. Yeah. Number of machines. So, um, they're they're everywhere. But even if we could stop it without getting sued, um, it wouldn't matter. I mean, you can you can buy lottery tickets on your phone. You can you can do sports betting. I mean, this stuff is you, you, it's, you. it's it's I don't I don't know. Yes,
1: it's ubiquitous, and it is everywhere you are, for sure. There's no doubt about that. Uh, But, you know, these out-of-town people who come in, Mm -hmm. and I know that it was hard to see the future. Well, we had no clue. But I think that just time, anytime you take a vice or anything else you got, I mean, somebody's going to be an expert on how to use it and take as much money out of that as
2: possible. Well, Brian, look at these um, facilities that sell legal marijuana. Yeah. It's not the, you know entrepreneur that that is making all the money these are chains they're just like a lot of these chains that have the gaming stuff i you know this this equity to people who have been affected by the war on drugs i haven't seen that they've gotten any equity out of this it's just it's another you know thing that's coming to town
1: all right what's coming up next for the uh, the council
2: well, we are really, you know, I, I'm getting a little tired of the phrase neighborhood revitalization, but we're really looking at some impactful changes that we aren't ready to announce yet, but some catalyst projects that are really hopefully going to make a difference in this community. Where's the
1: funding come from?
2: Well, we got some money left over from the care stuff, and oh gosh. It's like the ARPA money that kept changing the acronyms and yeah, you know, yeah. you had CARES and CURES and all of it. But we've got um, quite a bit of money from that. We have, going back to gaming, uh, we were one of the few communities that acted quickly enough to do a push tax, which is basically you, you had to vote it in before the state closed the door on it. So it's a penny a push. So every time you push the, the button to gamble, it's another penny that would go back to the city because the city doesn't get very much of the gaming money, although we're raking in, you know, um, million and a half dollars a year.
1: All right, uh, allow me to be okay. cynical for a <laughs> Go minute. Go ahead. So every time I lose a penny, I can't afford to lose. The city's able to come clean up my neighborhood, of which I will no longer be able to afford my house. Anymore. That's it. Okay.
2: Yeah. So right there. Just wanted to but, be. But <laughs> the desire, and this is that's all still being fought in the courts as to whether that can even because the gaming industry has said we don't have the technology to make that happen. Really? You just take really? everything you make and divide it
1: by, I, yeah, yeah.
2: come on. So, but, um, realistically, I, I think it was when we first enacted this, it, and we have not fully implemented it because we don't have the money yet, but, mm-hmm. um, that it would go to be able to keep up with neighborhood revitalization. All right,
1: is there at least agreement amongst the council or a majority of the council that this is an area, a, a priority area? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Because- what else is on that list?
2: Well, we've got a lot of things. It's Monday after the Super Bowl, and my brain isn't working really well. But um, you know, that's been one of the top priorities. Um, public safety is is huge, and really uh, supporting the police department as they try to get illegal guns off the streets, giving them the tools that they need. Um, we're working to you know get a contract finalized with the fire union, and that's been an ongoing struggle for the past three years or so. So you know, uh, really, is is yeah. their
1: contract up?
2: It was up three years ago. Okay,
1: so they're just doing what they've always done for now? Yeah,
2: and basically what has happened, this happened with the police contract many years ago where we I it think we went like four up. years yeah. with that. And they get that back pay. It's it's basically prorated back. Okay, So it's not like they won't get what uh, they're hoping for, but just trying to get some things hammered out. And I think both sides would really like to see this settled.
1: Okay, uh, anything else you'd like to... What was your favorite food last night that you made?
2: Oh, you know, I had so many high goals. Yeah. I make these really, really good wings on our Traeger. It was dark out.
1: Traeger's like Dan Patrick dropping names. I know. Yeah.
2: But it's like this really fancy You had nice weather to do it, though. I know. Except I made that after I made the pulled pork, and it was dark, and I didn't have a light, and I burned them i mean they were like crispy <laughs> like choke on it like in christmas vacation where they the turkey was burned. i mean they, i'm okay with burned stuff most of the time i kind of like stuff a little charred. it was they were so bad you have i a mean porch was, light
1: well flashlight it was, it was
2: out in my garage and, and the light was burned out and my 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 weber has a little light on it that comes on this was
1: bad it happens i
2: got to get a spotlight on my you know maybe one of those hats with a light on my head just give those little
1: minor yes. things
2: yeah That'd be fun. There you go. My Uh, birthday's coming up. You can. When is your birthday? My birthday is one of the best days of the year. It's tax Day. It's the day Lincoln died. The day the Titanic went under. It would be called April fifteenth.
1: All right, we'll put that on our. uh, That's actually not. That's pretty far out.
2: No, it's not. (laughs) And I'm going. I'm going to Disney World. Are you? (laughs) Yes.
1: (laughs) <laughs> Literally?
2: Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, for my birthday.
1: All right. Well, listen, enjoy that. You didn't even have to win a Super Bowl. Uh, pretty good stuff.
0: <laughs> Are you going to go to any of the new Star Wars stuff? All right.
1: Stuff? Mayor Julie Moore-Wolf, three seconds know. left.
0: You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit
1: newhoffmedia.com.